Only in America could you have people question election results and have them called uh, liars and cheats and frauds and they're just, they're trying to obfuscate and it's just an attack on the institutions that hold us near and dear and keep us safe. Questioning election results, questioning what happened, questioning things about uh, voting software is somehow a problem. Today is Associated Press, voting software vulnerable in some states. That's a statement a year ago that would have proved you were guilty of insurrection. And now it's a story about uh, the good people over there at Dominion Voting Systems may have have issues in at least 16 states. Cybersecurity Infrastructure Agency says there's no evidence the flaws in the Dominion Voting System equipment have been exploited to alter election results. But now they're discussing it. When you discuss it, it's an act of terrorism and insurrection. When they discuss it, oh well, no big deal. But the lack of faith that we have in the, in the system is nuts. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, great to be with you. Chris Stegall joins me right now. He is the host of the Chris Stegall Show. You can find it at Chris Stegall, S-T-I-G-A-L-L dot com. And he is uh, the host there, the morning host on AM 990, The Answer. Because as we're watching the Republican primary, that Senate race, you've got Mehmet Oz, the Dr. Oz, against Dave McCormick. You've got like 800 votes separating them. It goes to a recount because of Pennsylvania law. And then all of a sudden you learn that, oh, yeah, uh, in Pennsylvania, they don't even know how many votes have been counted. Let me say it again. They don't know how many votes have been counted in the Republican state primary. Chris DeGaulle joins us right now. Honestly, man, and I say this with all due respect, what the hell? <laughs> you want to really get ticked off? Wait till I tell you that it was the Republican legislature in 2019 that made this mess. Well, I, look, I, in, incompetence is incompetence, and it exists everywhere. But talk to me about what the mess is. Talk to me what the problem is and what's happening in this recount, because this is an important race. This is about control of the Senate here when we talk about Pennsylvania. Yeah, I don't want to lose your listeners, and I don't want to get too convoluted, so stop me if I start to lose you. Oh, but, no, no, uh, we, we, we like it deep, baby. We like it. Go go all so, the way. Go all the all way right. into the film. Well, here here we go. It, uh, it started with uh, something called Act 77 in 2019, which allowed for mass mail-in voting. That's mistake number one. Uh, but in that law, one of the things that was required was that uh, you have uh, ballots filled out, obviously, a certain way. And when they're mailed in, one of the requirements is to handwrite the date uh, that you're submitting the ballot. And uh, in question back in 2020 and again this year and now is should we accept ballots even though they don't have handwritten dates on the exterior? Now, you would say, well, if that's what the law states, then that's the law. Yes, you should require that. Well, you'd think that. But in 2020, uh, the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania ultimately concluded, well, it's not reasonable to suggest that uh, somebody's vote is precluded simply because they didn't put a date on the outside. So we're going to allow those votes to count this time. But they said, and I'm not making this up, the Supreme Court said, we'll allow it this time. But going forward, we won't allow it anymore. That is until... The Third Circuit Court of Appeals stepped in in a recent court filing uh, in one specific county in Pennsylvania. There's a race for a judge, uh, an open judge's seat. And in one particular county called Lehigh County in Pennsylvania, this race is down to 71 votes. And the 
the challenge is uh, from a Democrat who says, I want the mail-in votes to count. The Republican does not. Third Circuit stood with the Democrat and said, yes, we'll, uh, we'll allow mail-in votes without dates to be counted. The Republican challenged that, that ruling to the Supreme Court. And yesterday, Samuel Alito issued a stay, basically saying, no, uh, for now, put, put those undated ballots on hold. Now, that's important. You, I, I say all that to tell you about the Senate race that you're asking about, Oz and McCormick. McCormick used that judicial challenge by the uh, Lehigh County uh, that Lehigh County fight that I mentioned. That's what McCormick used as justification when the Third Circuit ruled in favor of that one race. McCormick said, "Well, if that applies there, it should apply to me." Uh, so that's how McCormick said, "I want to take the mail-in votes that aren't dated and count those too." Oz right. fought that. The McCormick campaign believes, and I think probably rightly, that the mail-in vote will benefit them. So they want every mail-in vote they can get their hands on, including the undated But it was the, the Republican votes. Party, Chris. Yeah. The Republican Party has stepped in, not necessarily on behalf of, of Oz, but saying you can't count undated ballots because you're not allowed to count undated ballots. And we're not talking about somebody putting the date wrong. We're talking about people who left the date off altogether here. Yep, yeah, that's right. And look, I'm not I'm truly not taking McCormick's side. I am saying, though, I'm grateful to him for one thing. I'm grateful for this whole fight right now, because if you think the Democrats won't exploit this this fall, you're kidding yourself. So let's have this fight now. Let's take this through every court, state Supreme Court, circuit court, Supreme Court. Let's just get this ironed out once and for all, because if we don't, Democrats are certainly going to try it again. There's no doubt. Whoever ends up winning this thing. Talking to Chris Stigall, radio host, Philadelphia, AM 990. The answer, Chris Stigall, S-T-I-G-A-L-L dot com. They allow the Democrat to do it. That is an argument for McCormick to say, well, we should be able to do it. Of course, he's, you've got Oz saying no. You've got Re the Republican Party saying no. What are the courts saying to McCormick about counting these undated ballots? Yeah, that Third Circuit Court, I mean, so far, you know, the lower courts and the Third Circuit Court, basically their opinion is, um, this, in fact, this lower court, this Third Circuit Court ruling was interesting. Uh, it said that basically this requirement of having a, a date written on the exterior of your ballot to count as a vote is a violation of the Civil Rights Act. So the Third Circuit actually says, as, as a matter of law, they don't think it's constitutional, period, full stop. And so as such, that's when McCormick stepped in and said, well, if that's what they say, then that's what they say. So let's start It's unconstitutional uh, to require the date? Uh, they say it has nothing, it's not meritorious, it has nothing to do with your physical vote. They think, it, uh, I forget the actual verbiage, but they say uh, the court ruling, the court's finding, their opinion was that it, it, it really doesn't have anything to do with it. The argument has been made that, look, when you drop your ballot in the uh, mail, it's scanned and dated anyway. So it's, it's irrelevant. Immaterial, I think, was the word. It's immaterial to your vote and shouldn't really ultimately matter all that much. Was and the they third asked me. Opinion. Chris, they asked me, Tony, why do you drink bourbon? <laughs> it's this. Dude, regardless it, of, regardless it's, of it's our politics, confusing. regardless confusing. of our politics and what we agree on, regardless of anybody's politics, this is nuts, right? Certifiably, this is no way to run a country. Well, this is why you can't have mail-in voting. You can't have mail-in voting. It, the, 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 the absentee voting system worked fine for all of us. You, you opened with the Dominion machine thing. Two things I've never understood. 
I don't understand electronic voting. Sincerely, I don't. And that's not an old guy shaking his fist at the clouds. Tony, I don't, why don't we just, here's a paper, here, fill in the oval. It's not foolproof. I get it, but it's better than electronic stuff. Like, no machines and no mail-in votes. Let's not do these things. It seems simple to me. So now, where are we in this race? How does this mess affect Republicans running, whether it's McCormick or Oz, how does it affect their election chances in a general? I don't think it's going to do much. I honestly think uh, the Senate race, you know, we have a governor's race in Pennsylvania going on simultaneously. And, and that's the one that concerns me more. Uh, that's the one, frankly, that uh, Democrats and Republicans both actually are more zeroed in on. I, I think Fetterman, the lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania, is a far more beatable Democrat candidate. Personally, I don't mean to be cocky, but I, I do think McCormick or Oz can take him. Uh, if anything, this fight delays their one of their abilities to fundraise uh, for everyone to coalesce and get their minds right about getting behind one of these two. You know, there's a lot of never Ozers in Pennsylvania, people that just didn't trust him, didn't like him. And, uh, you know, we had that heated three-way primary with that uh, Kathy Barnett person that a lot of people didn't know. We knew, but you maybe never heard of her until the last couple of weeks of the race. And a lot of people are very ticked off at us. So you've got a very splintered Republican Party right now that needs to come together. While Fetterman raises tons and tons of money by himself with no distinguished challenger yet, a definitive challenger yet. So that it needs to get ironed out that way. But again, as I say, I'm grateful for this fight now. If for no other reason, we will get the legal clarity so that when Democrats try this stuff this fall, it'll it will have been officially. Well, in theory, it will have been officially legally adjudicated. In theory, in, in, in theory, when I lie to the FBI, I go to jail. When Paul Manafort <laughs> lies to the FBI or Roger Stone, they're breaking down their doors at 430 in the morning. When Michael right. Sussman lies to the FBI. Oopsie. <laughs> I mean, this is. Well, that's this right. is this and to America's the, conversation, punching people like in the, the face. country has bigger issues to deal with than lying to the FBI Holy or something hell, yesterday. No kidding. Really? That's where we've come? This Yes. Yes, a juror actually said those words. Uh, the FBI has bigger things to deal with than somebody possi possibly lying to the FBI. It wasn't even an admission of the lie. It was... Uh, if it, I, I would laugh more if it wasn't so absolutely terrible. Um, is, is there an idea of when this recount's going to be done and Pennsylvania's going to know who their nominee is? Yeah, it definitely has to be done by uh, June 7th. So it's it's coming up. It'll be over very, very soon. Um, it's just the Supreme Court is not it's not official yet. Uh, Alito yesterday from the Supreme Court basically said, don't count the ballots without dates for now until the Supreme Court has a little bit of time to think about it. Um, so it, it could be that they come out and say, yeah, okay, go ahead and count them. Uh, not, I don't know. It sounds like the Supreme Court may end up saying, nah, we're going to go with the original rule and say the law is you can only count ballots with dates written on the exterior. But the Supreme Court, you know, when it counted in 2000, remember the Supreme Court did not get involved in Pennsylvania or any of the other states, uh, the Supreme Court stayed out of it. So they seem pretty loath to get into state uh, elections and how they run, but I don't know if they'll do it this time or not. Chris Stigall, Chris Stigall, S-T-I-G-A-L-L, ChrisStigall.com. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time. We'll, we'll keep following the story. Appreciate you, man. Uh, keep it right here. This is Tony Katz today.